Welcome to the Akashic Musings Podcast. My name is Laura Mazzotta, and I will be your guide during this sacred experience. I'm an Akashic healer and teacher, and I've also been a therapist for almost 20 years. This podcast is your go-to opportunity for all things healing, inspiration, and empowerment. I will be sharing potent wisdom from divine intelligence in the space of the Akashic Records. For more understanding of what the Akashic Records are, I encourage you to listen to episode one or head over to my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'm so grateful to have you here, receiving the powerful energetic shifts that radiate through these messages. Just by listening in, you're doing your part to raise the vibration of the planet and fully realize our natural state of wellness and vitality. Without further ado, here's today's episode. today to talk about duality. I recently just did a show on Cosmic TV on the difference between polarity and duality. And duality is really that concept of we need to be one or the other of something, right? And we can kind of get stuck and seemingly trapped in the concept of duality, like you're a human or you're a spirit. And we're both, Right, And I think it's really important that we really envision our time on this planet as a spectrum of polarity where we can slide back and forth between extremes and really appreciate that when we're at one extreme, we don't just kind of throw up our hands and, you know, have a bitch fest, but instead that we're able to realize it as a reflection of its opposite, if that makes sense right? So, you know, if I'm really angry and upset, I'm also going to realize that that actually means that I'm on the spectrum to be able to slide back down into love, into appreciation. So you're actually more connected to that vibration and that mood or that feeling you desire than if you were not feeling angry, right? It just means that you've kind of jumped onto that spectrum. So I think it's really important for us to do this because when we're talking about duality, we're really talking about how do we balance these extremes? How do we bring a level of cohesion and harmony between these different spectrums and extremes of who we are as human beings? Because we are meant to feel these things. We are meant to feel polarity. We are meant to feel duality. That's why our souls chose to be here on this planet at this time right? Because we, our souls needed this human experience to experience the polarity and the duality in order to learn the lessons required to be able to fulfill our soul's purpose. Okay. So really this episode today is about the fact that you get to be both. You get to be both a spirit and a human being. You get to be both a parent and And somebody who really is invested in their career. You get to be masculine and feminine. Okay, so we're going to go through some of these 
duality concepts that come up in the human experience that can be difficult for us to understand and that can kind of throw us for a loop to be honest for you to be honest with you right like it can throw us for a loop because we feel like oh well i'm so tired i'm so tired i need to rest well great so yeah you're tired and you need to rest that doesn't mean that you can't still be passionate and dynamic right like i get tired i have chronic illness so i get tired And I need to rest. I need to take care of myself. But that doesn't mean my passion stops. I can be laying down and resting or in the bathtub and still meditating on something, a vision of mine that my heart is soaring toward. I always like to say when people ask me how I'm feeling and I'm not feeling the greatest that day, I'll say, well, my spirit is soaring, right? It doesn't mean that I have to say, oh, I feel this and I feel that. Because that's giving attention to the negative and it's giving attention to things that I don't want to grow. I want to place attention on things that I do want to grow, like my passion and my dynamic nature. That doesn't go away because I'm tired. Maybe I don't have as much ability to implement action steps in a tangible way and the same way that I would if I had more energy, right? And if it has to do with something where I'm serving other people and I'm meant to really be resting and taking care of myself, then no, that doesn't serve me. So yes, I still want you to tune into your intuition and check in with your gut to identify, okay, is this passion and this dynamo feeling that I'm having, is it about me? Is it coming from my heart space? Is it aligning with where I am meant to go, with where my soul is headed? And if that's the case, then yeah, you can rest and be tired and still activate your passion. You can rest and be tired and activate your passion in ways that involve sexual energy, where it could be touching yourself. It could be just offering yourself pleasure by placing a mint or a piece of chocolate in your mouth that feels really soothing and gets you to that yummy space that you're looking for. Okay, it could be humming to yourself. It could be singing a song. So realize that I want you, I'm going to go through a list here, but I want you to identify which one you identify with the most and how you can try to find a greater level of harmony in this duality and stop looking at it as duality, as an either or, and realize that you get to be both and that there's no shame in being both. And that in fact, There's enough time, there's enough energy, there's enough space, and there's enough clarity in the world for you to do both. Because that's the excuse that a lot of people come up with. It's like, well, I don't have time. I don't have time to do both. I have to choose one or the other. Well, time is truly a human construct. And what's fascinating is that those people who are racing against the clock and push, 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 push around time and go, 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 and having really a mindset of time scarcity are not necessarily going to be able to see how leaning back and allowing yourself to say, yeah, I 100% believe in the fact that I can have both opens up time for you. It opens up time for you because you're setting the intention. And energy flows where intention goes. Okay? And when you firmly believe in something and you just decide, you just choose, I'm going to choose that I can be both. I'm going to decide that I can be both a parent and have a life outside of my kids. I'm going to decide that. 
When you make that decision, your subconscious mind believes it's reality. Your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between what you're fantasizing about and your actual 3D human reality that you see in front of your face with your five senses. So the power of you shifting your mindset around this is enormous and is going to offer you so much more opportunity in terms of access to resources, in terms of your own vitality. Okay, so here's a few of the extremes that have come up for me, have come up for my clients and my loved ones. One is that you get to both be creative and blank. So one of the biggest things is, you know, hey, I feel really stuck. I feel really stuck and I can't create right now. I just, my mind's blank. I have nothing to access. This could be like writer's block or what people would call creative blocks, right? Like I'm just, I'm stuck. First of all, you're never stuck. There's infinite opportunities in every situation. It simply means you need to access your creativity. And if you say, well, I can't, I'm completely blank. Okay, well, you get to be both. It doesn't mean that your creativity is gone. It doesn't mean it's gone away. It simply means that you haven't accessed it in that moment. Or you haven't accessed it for a while, so it's less automatic. You can get creative about being creative. What are other ways to be creative? Start a new recipe. Go for a walk on a different pathway today. Realize that that essence of who you are is not gone when you say, oh, my mind's blank. I can't do anything. Yes, you can. You can make that choice. You can be creative in other ways that might not include paintings if you're somebody who paints, that might not include singing or creating music if that's where your creativity typically lies. It's offering you an opportunity to explore and maximize and expand your creativity in other areas of your life, which is cool because then you get to learn more about yourself. Another one is being fun and boring, right? When you feel bored, why do you feel bored? You feel bored because you're looking for excitement, right? You're looking for something to light up your life. You're looking for something to be fun. So create your fun. Realize that you're on the spectrum of fun when you're feeling bored, that you're closer to it. You're so close to it, you can taste it. That's why you're frustrated, Allow that frustration to come forward. Let it come to the surface and allow it to motivate you into doing something, right? Because that's mobilizing. Even if it's an agitating conversation with another person, you're not bored anymore, are you? Right? You've activated your energy on that spectrum. This is a big one. Sick and successful. I can be sick and still be successful. 100%. I created a multiple six-figure business from my couch after sepsis. Just because I was laying on my couch does not mean that I don't have wisdom. In fact, what I have learned from the universe is that the more still I am and the more I turn towards my shadows, allowed my, allow myself to feel them, sift through them, learn my lessons from them, sit with it, in my wholeness of being, even the stuff that I don't identify as positive, I'm actually more successful. And more successful in a way that also allows me to honor my energy, my body, my vitality, my wellness. So that one's actually huge. 
Because when I fully embrace both, I become even more of a powerhouse. Realize that there is wisdom on both ends of the spectrum. There's wisdom in being bored. There's wisdom in being blank. There's wisdom in having a life outside of your kids and feeling guilty about it. These are all areas that spark and cue our interest in becoming more curious about what's underneath it and where these limiting beliefs, ideas, or stories come from that hold us stuck in, oh, I'm bored, I'm blank, and so I can't, right? The other one is masculine and feminine. We all know that every single person on this planet has masculine and feminine energy. No matter what your gender no matter how you were born, no matter how you identify now. Masculine is more structured, more assertive, more bold. Feminine, typically softer, more emotional, more free-flowing. But when you look at the divine feminine, it's a very bold, fierce energy along with compassion and service of the greater good. When you look at the divine masculine, you have the same, right? So it's just being able to identify with those divine versions of these energies rather than focusing on how masculinity presents in human form, how femininity presents in human form, because there's so much conditioning and history and societal beliefs around that that have impacted that perspective on masculine and feminine and feeling like we have to choose or, you know, criticizing ourselves for being on one end of the spectrum or another. Realize that it's all the same. It's just a different gradation. And where can you find, not necessarily in the middle of balance, but one that feels really aligned with your energy that helps you move forward to the next version of you? Because, you know, if you guys study human design at all, human design indicates whether our energy naturally is more drawn to feminine or masculine energy. Mine is 75% feminine, so I prefer much less structure. I prefer to flow much more, but I still need some of that masculine to give me a holding container because that roots me and grounds me so that my feminine can free flow and feel good. You can be a leader and be a student at the same time. And a lot of times, especially for light workers, this is an issue because they have trouble stepping into leadership because it's like, oh, I, I love everyone so much and I'm leading from this heart space. Yes, of course you are. That's amazing. You're still deserving of and allowed to step in boldly into your leadership while you're continuing to learn who you are. You don't have to be perfect in order to become a light worker, in order to be a healer, in order to help other people. You just maybe need to have learned a couple more things than somebody else, Right? You can be healthy and not fully well, right? Like I consider myself very healthy, but I'm also not fully well because I'm still recovering from chronic illness. So when I see that and it comes up for me and I have a physical symptom, I'm able to say, oh, great, I'm on the spectrum of of being healthy. This is amazing. I can slide this slider and choose my belief point wherever I desire. That can be all the way to the other end and say, I am wildly healthy. Or it can be a little bit at a time and say, wow, I'm getting healthier and healthier every day. My body supports me so beautifully in moving through this recovery process. 
You can be a therapist and a healer. That was a big one for me. I had to put that on there for myself. Right? I can be both because there was a lot of guilt around, wow, I'm so good at being a therapist. I've helped so many people over the past 20 years. How could I walk away from something where there's so many people who need help? Right? Well, guess what? I can do both. You can have a full-time job and be a parent, which we talked about a little bit earlier. You can be communal, supporting the community at the same time that you're an individual, where you don't have to give up who you are to support your community. You can be angry and still happy with your life. You can be striving for more and yet still be grateful. You can want the ultimate wealth of any form, whether that's love, whether that's relationships, health, money. You can want it all and still be immensely grateful for everything you have. Because what does money do? Money's just an amplifier. Abundance of any form is just an amplifier of who you already are. So when you strive for more, it just makes you even more of who you are at your core. You can be anxious but still brave. This is those people, the, namely entrepreneurs, <laughs> who have the anxiety, feel the fear, and do it anyway, right? Just because people are courageous and step into the unknown does not mean that they are like the strongest people on the planet. It means that they are shaken in their boots and they're still doing it because they believe that much in their mission, in their next steps, and fulfilling their soul's purpose. And they have clarity on that because they've taken the opportunity to find that clarity. You can be kind but still assertive. It doesn't mean that you have to lose your boundaries around this. You can be connected to people, but also detached, right? You can be connected to people intimately, but not be taking on their emotions and have a codependent pattern. You know, you can have enough of a boundary there that allows you to really appreciate that connection, collaborate, co-create, appreciate that you guys both decided to be on this planet at the same time, doing something together, and yet detach from the outcome of where this relationship is going to go because you ultimately know that you are serving each other's purpose with one another. You're assisting each other on that. You can be playful and grounded. You can be expansive and resistant. In fact, these often come together as human beings because when we expand, we can feel our physical body. We can feel our emotions. We can feel our thoughts like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Oh, this doesn't feel right. Breathing into it, giving ourselves the opportunity to realize that the resistance is simply an opportunity to step a little bit further outside of our comfort zone to be able to expand You can also be the shit without shitting on anyone. You're allowed to feel really, really confident and amazing about what you're doing and love every second of it. And also at the same time, realize that other people do not have to be at the same exact level you are. And they do not have to be lower than you. This isn't a hierarchy. What it actually does is that allow you the opportunity to see the potential in every single person, to see the soul spark in every single person that you come across in this world and to be able to invite them into their next level if they so desire. 
or to simply be a witness of their experience, to hold space for them, knowing confidently who they can become if they choose to or desire it. And appreciate and love on every single aspect of who they are, where they are. Knowing that they can grow if they choose to, and you can grow without minimizing where they are, without judging them and saying that they need to go faster. Oh my gosh, you could be so much more. Well, guess what? That's your perspective, not theirs. Allow them their journey. Release attachment to their journey. You can be rich and humble. And you can be modest and sexy. All at the same time. So I want you to tune into these. I want you to, if you need to listen to this again, to go back over this list, feel free. Feel free to go back over this list and identify which one of these really kind of hits me in the gut or resonates with me or makes me feel like, ooh, that's interesting. That makes me think a little bit more. Grab it. Go with it. Allow this to be something that you turn from an either or, from a black and white, from a duality into a harmony that exists on a spectrum that gives you more information about yourself so that you can grow into even more of an expansive, aligned, fulfilled version of you. Thank you so much for joining me on the Akashic Musings podcast. I sincerely appreciate you coming back to listen to another episode. I'm always happy to hear from you. Take a screenshot of this, share it to your story and tag me at Emerge Healing and Wellness on Instagram. This will offer me the opportunity to share it out for you so that people are seeing you and introducing the world to you in addition to bringing more people into the podcast and allowing them to receive this wisdom from the Akashic Records. It means so much to me to have you here, and I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. I'm so grateful you're taking the time to integrate healing at the deepest level. If you loved this episode, connect with me on Instagram at Emerge Healing and Wellness or contact me through my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Bye for now and have a wonderful week.